Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real life issues. Let's join the podcast. On talking about love, I believe it's important in this day that we see a lot of hate. Uh, when I say hate in the world, we see it every day, whether it's displayed publicly, whether it's on the news, whether it's displayed just in the streets. We see a lot of hate taking place. And um, unfortunately, uh, it, it seems to be, and, and the Bible did tell us that the love of many will wax cold. It didn't say they will be, whether their love will wax cold if they were saved or not. It said the love of many will wax cold. And so the love of many have waxed cold. We see where people just don't love like they used to. There was a certain uh, thing when I was growing up. We had a certain uh, thing our foreparents taught us how to love and how to appreciate one another, whether it was family. Uh, they Some people still do it today, but you remember years ago, uh, families were big on family reunions. They were big on family gatherings and get and get-togethers. Uh, I know in my family, uh, especially on the Martin side, uh, I, I remember every year we would always have uh, functions and get-togethers as a, a family. And I'm just talking about one or two, but I'm talking about the broad family. We would get together and uh, on, on holidays, all the family would come together. On the 4th of July, we would have a picnic in the park. Uh, and, and during that time, I forgot the name of that park, we'd have the big swimming pool and, uh, we would go out there and, and they would sit up and, and get a place and we would have a big picnic in the park and go swimming. And, uh, I, everyone would uh, contribute and bring food. I remember how, uh, my mother would cook ribs and then uh, every other holiday on like Thanksgiving, all the, the aunts and uncles and, and children would get together and go to someone's house that was designated and we would have big family dinners. Uh, same thing for Christmas and even for New Year's. So we were, I, I grew up in a family that we were basically uh, taught how to function together and love one another. And so we sort of grew up uh, now that fabric has been sort of torn because people don't do that uh, the way they used to. It's not something that uh, happens as much as it used to. And so, uh, you know, on, on the real note, we don't hardly even eat together anymore as families. Everyone's always busy. Everyone's always on the run. But there was a love that our foreparents uh, displayed. And they put in us and they pushed us to love family and to love one another. And so uh, I believe it's important for us to get back to that particular thing. And so we're going to talk about continue talking about love tonight because I believe it's important for us to love one another. It's important for us to do it. Now, you see, the subject matter tonight is uh, love one another has always been God's message. And so let's read tonight and get right into this. Let's look at the book of 1 John chapter 3. And um, we're going to start at verse number 11. We're going to start at verse number 11 because I want us 
uh, to get this on tonight. Notice what he says. He said, but this is the message that you've heard from the beginning that we should love one another. This has always been God's message. He said, this is the message that you've heard from the beginning, not the message that you heard at the end. But this is the message that you've heard from the beginning, and that is that you should love one another. It has always been God's message. This is the message. This is, he says, the message that you've heard from the beginning, that you should love one another. And so tonight, let's let's deal with this message that we've heard from the beginning. Let's deal with what he said has been the message that has been the message from the beginning. He goes on to say that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was one that that wicked one and slew his brother and wherefore slew he him because his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. He says, I, I don't want you to have the love supposedly that Cain had because you don't, I want, don't want you to have the love that Cain had or what seemed like he had, not as Cain, who was wicked, who not only was wicked, but who slew his brother, physically murdered his brother. But now we understand that you don't always have to now physically murder someone, you can even do it verbally. And so he says, who uh, who slew his brother and slew he him because his own works were evil. When he looked at his works and looked at the works of his brothers, uh, and you know how that went down uh, with the sacrifice and uh, what they presented to God and uh, God having respect to one and not having respect to the other, then we understand here that his own works, the Bible says, was uh, his own works were evil. They were evil. And sometimes we have to deal with, uh, I'm not going to say evil people, I say people that have evil intentions, because I don't want to make anybody feel, I want to call anybody evil on the slide, want to throw no shade, you know how that is. But his, his, his works were evil, but his brother was righteous. And he couldn't deal with that. He, he couldn't deal with the fact that, you know, that was an issue. And, and sometimes you have to deal with those type of things in the world. That is the reality of living in the world. And he says, marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. He said, don't, don't you go through any changes if the world hates you. And a lot of times I don't I don't get it uh, when I see people in the church falling apart because the world doesn't accept you or they hate you or they don't like you. Uh, he told you, don't marvel, don't don't be amazed at the fact if the world hates you, don't be amazed at the fact if they don't uh, include you in their things. Uh, you shouldn't get upset about that. That shouldn't cause you to lose any sleep. If the world hates you, he says that don't even go through that. Jesus said on one occasions, it, don't don't even do that. They hated me. They'll hate you. So don't go through no changes. 
that's sometimes the, the way it is. It's the way that it happens. Your, your concern should be when those in church hate you, not the world, not those that deal in the world, that deal with world activities and world functions and have set up their worldly kingdom and things. You shouldn't get upset about that. He says, if the world don't don't go through no changes, if the world hate you, we know that we have passed from life from death under life because we would love the brethren. He said, we know we have passed from death to life if we can understand that we love the brethren. And so we we understand where we are by how our love is displayed how our love is put out, how we love each other and how we love the brethren. Now, let me, let me, let me throw this in uh, because sometimes when we hear particular things, we, when we hear brethren, we think that's, we just talking about church, but even those that are not saved, uh, you may not consider them, you know, where people say, that's not my brother. Well, let me say this uh, it, in, in, in church, We'll say, that's not my brother. They're not saved. But a person that's not saved, that's your blood relative, that's still your brother. You, you can't get rid of them being your brother because of the fact that, you know, they're not, they not saved. That's still your brother. Uh, and so he says, we know because we love the brethren. We love them. And he that loveth not his brother, listen at this abideth in death. He that don't love his brother, he said, you abide in death. You, you're not dead physically, but there's some about you that's dead. There's some about you that's not functioning because he that loveth not his brother, he says, he abideth in death and whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. Now, I didn't write this. It's not something that I wrote and I know this is not subjects we hear in church we hear about other things, but let me just talk about this tonight because I need y'all to understand uh, uh, that uh, we, we've we got to understand that according to scripture, according to this, and according to what he says, he says, we, we know we pass from life, uh, from death to life, if we have love for the brethren, and uh, he that loveth not his brother he said, he, he abideth in death. And then he goes on again and says, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. So that means we, when we say, I, you know, I hear people sometimes say, I just hate him. Oh, bad word. That, that's a bad word to use. That's a bad word to come out of our mouth. That's a bad word. That's a bad word. That, that shouldn't be uh, in, in that context. Let me put it, I won't say it's a bad word. I'll say in the context of hating somebody, that is a bad word. In, in hating somebody, that's a bad word because you, you can hate some things that is, that's not bad to hate. But in the context of hating somebody or a person or hating somebody, then he says, uh, when you when you hate somebody, when you when you move to that level of dislike, distaste, or hate, 
when you move to that level, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. He didn't say, you know, he's on looking to be a murderer. He puts you in the same category as a murderer. And he tells us murderers are not going to enter in. He puts you in the same category as a murderer if you've got hate in your heart. And we need to examine our heart to see if we have hate. Because he says, if you hate somebody, if if you, whosoever hate, hateth his brother is a murderer. And, and he puts you right there. He says, you're a murderer. And you know that no murderer, listen at this, have eternal life abiding in him. I didn't write that. I didn't put it in the Bible. It's the same one y'all be shouting off of. This It's the same Bible. Ain't nothing different here. It's the same, same Bible, same one. And notice he says, if, if you, if you got that hatred in your, in your heart for your brethren, you are a murderer. Some of you might as well just be on death row. Might as well be in the pen. You, you might as well be facing because the Bible says, if you hate your brother, you are a murderer. And no murderers. You up here talking about adulterers and fornicators and talking about who's this and who's that. No murderers have eternal life abiding in them. You don't even have it in you. And you know you ain't going. Because you ain't got it in you now. <laughs> ah. All right. Y'all follow me tonight. Y'all still here? Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. And come on, let's flow. Take a deep breath and let's follow me on this. All right. So again, whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And we know that no murderers have eternal life abiding in. Let's take a deep one. <laughs> All right. Verse number 16. How be it perceived we that love the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our life for the brethren. We should be willing to go a little further than we do for our brothers and sisters. Scripture says he says he laid down his life. We, we see God, the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. Jesus laid down his life for us, and we should lay down our lives for our brothering. Listen what he says. But whosoever have this world's good and seeth his brethren have need and sheddeth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him. All right, now I'm talking to church folk now. I, I'm not just talking to folk that are not saved. I'm talking to church people. And I, you know, I'm I know y'all listening in, but I'm talking to I'm talking to I want y'all to hear this. I want y'all I want to hear this. I want y'all to hear this what I'm getting ready to say. <laughs> All right. I, I see y'all, 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 come on, talk to me tonight. <laughs> ah. All right, so here we go. Let's let's go back in. So let's read that again, because I need y'all to get that. 
and 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 this is is sort of sort of uh you know you know deep when it comes to really what we're thinking about and what we're saying. He said, "But whosoever have this world's goods, not not who is in the world, but who has the world's goods, the world's goods, money, uh, 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 what else? Uh, things, things that you have. Uh, y'all help me out with some stuff you can have. You you can have money." You can have the ability to help somebody further something in their lives. You can have the ability to change someone's lives. You can see somebody in want and need and 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 you can see that happening and you have access to the world's goods. You have access to it. You have access to these things, he said, and you see uh Land, that's right, other things. He said, and, and and you see, you got your eyes wide open. It ain't it ain't like you don't see it. He said, Your eyes are wide open. You looking. He said, and you see if your brother have need. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, we're hitting it tonight. He said, and you see your brother have need. And sheddeth up his bowels of compassion from him. You don't even have no compassion. You act like, I see it, but I ain't doing nothing about that. I see it, but I ain't that ain't that ain't got nothing to do with me. I see it, that's them. I see it. And some of us are like that with family. We're like that with, with people. And 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 it's crazy how sometimes how we do. We're like that with people until we have a need. <laughs> information, that's true. Sometimes people don't want to give you information. Uh, you know, they, they they can see you needing to have information, won't even share with you. And he shed up his bowel of compassion. He says, how dwelleth the love of God in him? How, how can you say you love someone and you see them in need and you won't help? How can you see that 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 single mother struggling with those two or three children and 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 can't um you you see that 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 they're doing the best they can clothes wise or they're doing the best they can and 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 maybe don't have all the things they need and the Lord has blessed you and I to have a little bit more. We may not have everything, but we got a little bit more. And instead of us, uh, instead of us helping somebody, instead of us doing something, we 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 look down on them as and and say stuff like, "Shouldn't have had all them kids in the first place." That's not nice. That that's not nice. At all. That's that's not a nice thing to say. That's not nice. Lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna help you tonight. That's not nice. That's that's well I won't say you tell you what it is, but you know what it is. It, it's not nice and it shouldn't 
come out of our mouths. And so uh, notice he goes on and he says, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Don't, don't, don't let the word uh, be talking about, well, I love you. I love you. You do. All right. Well, what, what, what does love do if you love me? And he says, I just need to know how dwelleth the love of God in you. I remember years ago, I was in Seattle, Washington, and in Seattle, Washington, it rains all the time. I don't know what to do now, but when I travel, man, you be there the whole week. It rained every day, every day raining. And uh, I remember a young lady was coming to church, and I saw with a sudden it was cold when it rained. And we were there for a week, and I remember uh, I saw a young lady, a son coming, and he didn't have a, a coat or anything, so after church, I, I stopped at one service. I said, uh, I've noticed that he, he doesn't have a, a coat and it's been cold because I've been cold. So, uh, and she said, I just don't have the money to, to purchase him one. I said, all right, well, let's do one of two things. Either I can come and pick you all up or pick him up tomorrow and I can take him to get a coat or I'll bring you the money so you can get him a coat. And I think I ended up giving giving them um, uh, the money and he came back with a coat. And the strange part about it is it's probably been about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, someone uh, popped up on online and said, uh, was speaking to me and they said, Pastor Martin, I know you don't remember me. And they were telling me how old they were. And I was like, okay. And they told me it was from Seattle, Washington. I said, okay. And this is what they said. I'm the young man that when I was a little boy, you gave my mother money to buy me a coat because she didn't have money to buy me one. How dwelleth the love of God? I say you got to go crazy. <laughs> but, you know, there's sometimes you see people in need. Sometimes you have to help them, them out. And sometimes it will be appreciative. And, and sometimes when you got excess, when you've got a little extra, it's okay to, to do those things. All right. And uh, we, we could just, we could make a whole Bible study out of that. <laughs> but let's, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's uh, just sort of move on and deal with this. All right. So notice what he says. And some of you already on jump the curve on, but let me, let me get there. You already ahead of me. <laughs> He says uh, in verse 18, my little children, let us not love in word. Listen to what he says. Let's not love in word. I love this. Let's not love in word, neither in tongue. <laughs> we flap this all day. Let's not love in word and neither in tongue but in deed and in truth. If we're going to love, let love is action word. Some of you said love is displayed. You got to display love. You know, people say, I love you, but they never display it. That, that's something wrong with that picture. Love is displayed. Love is put out on the forefront so you can see it. 
You don't, you don't, when, when somebody loves you, you don't have to question whether they love you. Judge their love by their actions and what they do. Did you hear what I just said? Judge their action, not by their word. I don't care what, what you, no, 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 no. Judge it by their actions and what they do and not just what they say. Because people say a lot of stuff and, and don't mean a word of it, unfortunately. But love is an action word. So when you talk about love, you have to deal with that. And he says, let us not love in word. Not just in word, but let us love in deed. And I hope y'all getting this tonight. We, we should be dealing with love in a real way. And that's loving in deeds. Deeds come to mind. And, and you know, I don't want to make it seem like I'm this person that just I just no, I don't want to get y'all that impression, but I have to say, you know, I try my best to love indeed. I, you know, I, sometimes I've I've done stuff for folk I know didn't like me. I've done stuff for my enemies, helped them out, and they didn't even know. I've done stuff for folk that that wasn't even speaking to me, and still did stuff for them, and and they sitting there with their mouth open trying to figure out me out. Why is he doing it? I'm not doing it for Browning points. I'm doing it because the Bible tells me to love in deed and not just in words. And sometimes that's that's difficult. It, I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes it can be hard because you know they just stab you in the back and you and you still loving in deed. <laughs> you know they just cut you. But you're still loving in what? Deed. So uh, that that's how we should love. Let's let's move on. Um, let's let's go down to verse. Uh, let's see, number twenty-three. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of the Son of Jesus Christ and love one another, as he gave us commandment. He said, I need you to love one another as I gave commandment. So again, let's deal with this. And I'm almost done, y'all. But let's love, let's love, let's love, let's love. Indeed. I need us to get that. Indeed in truth, not just in words. Let's stop having lip service. And let's start having action. Anybody can talk about it, but everybody can't do it. That's why when you hear people say, but I love you. I love you. I, I, I No, your word, your actions should speak louder than any words come out your mouth. Any word come out your mouth, your actions should speak louder. And sometimes it's a difficult thing, but you got to love. I know some of you may be having, you had issues with family and, You've had issues with co-workers. You had issues with, but you got to love one another. It is just the way, the facts. I mean, somewhere down, some down, down the road, we got to come with the reality that we got to love them anyway. And 
my uncle used to say this all the time. I never, I understood what he was saying, but I understand it more now. And this is what he would say. He said these words. He would always say, he says, it's not how you, how uh, they treat you, but it's how you treat them in return. <laughs> Every time I heard that, I used to laugh. I'd be laughing. I'd be like, man, that sounds good on paper. It sounds good when he said it. He said, it's not how you, how they treat you, how you treat them. It's how you, how they treat you, how is how you treat them in return. That's what he used to say. And I'd just be like, uh-huh. <laughs> but I found that to be true. It is not how they treat you. It's how you treat them in return. God's going to reward you and I for how we treat them in return. God's going to deal with them for what they do, but we don't get to escape how we act toward them. Somebody better, somebody better come on through here tonight. I said, God's going to get them for how they act, but we don't get to act a certain way and God not deal with us. So it's not how they treat us. It's how we treat them in return. All right. So we, we got to, you know, all of us just have to be honest. We got to work on it. All of us got, all of us got to work on it. Me, you, everybody. I ain't even going to lie. Uh, I'm still working on that. We got to work on it. Because sometimes your flesh, my flesh, wants to get revenge. Sometimes your flesh won't tell folk off. Sometimes your flesh won't slap. You won't slap somebody. Y'all don't, don't be acting like I'm the only one. Don't be acting like I'm the only one. Sometimes you want to just, uh, as they used to say, slap the taste out your mouth. <laughs> yeah, people say, I want to slap you into tomorrow. You know, <laughs> and some of you, I know you don't, Pastor Martin, oh, come on, y'all. Let's be honest. Sometimes you, you want to hit somebody, you know you did. And some of you, you wanted to, and some of you did. <laughs> oh, some of you were fighting, you know you were. Some of them, I no, yes, you did. <laughs> you want to hit somebody so bad, you can taste it. You like, man, if I, I ooh, I want to just, oh, oh, oh. And, and it's true. It's true. It's true. So all of us just have to say, Lord, help me. My, my flesh want to cut up. I ain't even going to lie to you. It want to cut up so bad. You know, some of you, 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 you deliver from cussing. You want to cuss nobody out, but you want to come close. You want to body slam somebody. You want, you want. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Let me move on because y'all. Got me. <laughs> Y'all got me. Oh, thinking about so many times. I've, you know, I've, I've seen people that they be like, you know, Y'all better come get me because I'm going to hurt somebody. 
I've seen people which had to. I remember one time I was at, I was at church, and and somebody came and got me and said, Pastor Martin, come on out in the parking lot. I went out in the parking lot, and uh, one of the the elders and uh, I don't know it was a lady or somebody. They were in in the parking lot about to go to blows. <laughs> they were about to go to physical blows. I mean, they were they were going at each other, about to hit each other. And uh, I had to stop. I said, man, stop that. Back down. <laughs> and they were up in each other's face like, it's on. We we getting ready to do this. They We finna throw, we finna throw those hands. And, and um, <clears throat> it was just amazing. Uh, 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 it, it was just amazing of how that happened. And so sometimes our flesh wants to get the best of us. And... You know, we have to admit that flesh, you know, sometimes flesh has gotten the best of us. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> that's hard. All right, let, let's move on. Let me get through here because this this is getting to look good to me. Let's go to 1 John chapter 4 and let's read there and, and then I'm going to hurry up and get through with this. So let's, let's read this. And on this one, let's start at verse... Number seven. I think we'll start verse number seven, and then we'll we'll go on. Lotus, uh, beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He says, "Let us love one another, for love is of God. God is love, so love is of God." And he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. That's what he says. I didn't write it. I didn't put it there. He says, you got to know he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. You got to learn how to love each other. Then say you got to, you know, we don't have to love the things that people do, but we do have to love each other because God is love. We don't, I don't have to go along with it or love what they do, say, how they act. But I do have to love because he says, he that loveth, loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And so we have to display the love of God. We have to display who God is. That's why the church um, has a major issue today. And that major issue is, and they've not learned how to balance is how to not compromise with the world. And I got that, that we shouldn't compromise, go along with the world, but we still have to love the world. And we haven't learned how to balance that in church. We, we haven't learned how to do that. We think that we, we, you know, what we display is we hate everybody. I hate what they do and hate them too. No. You're supposed to not compromise. And now we talk about hate, where you hate maybe what they stand for or what they do, but you're not supposed to hate the individual. And sometimes we get it mixed up. We hate every... I, I just... No. And we, we don't display love to the world. 
with love and kindness have I drawn thee. We we don't draw people with love and kindness today. We we really um well you you know what we do. We 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 go to the deep end. And I'm not talking about well I, I don't I just have to preach the truth. I preach hellfire brimstone. I'm not telling you not to preach hellfire brimstone. All of us do that. Not telling you not to do that. I'm just saying that we got to learn to love people where we don't uh, where we understand the difference between hating what they do or not compromising and, and going along with what they do as opposed to loving them. And there's a difference, and we need to understand that. We church don't deal with that good. We don't deal with that good. And so he that loveth not, uh, knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us. Uh, help me here tonight. Was manifested toward us. The love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten, begotten son into the world that we might live through him. The love of God was manifested toward us. He says God's love was manifested in what he did again his actions toward us was manifested and then he goes on and he says i need you to understand that it was manifested toward us that he sent his only begotten son and then he says we're in is love not that we love god but that he loved us and sent his son uh for us for our sins he sent his son for us. That's that's what he did. And so we have to get to the place that we understand all of us were sinners that God loved us even while we were sinners. I know you've been saved 30, 40 years now, but you ain't always been saved. I know you, you know, you've been saved, you know, going on four years, and now you hate everything and everybody. No. Remember that when we were sinners, Christ died for us. When we were sinners, God still loved us in the state we were in. And sometimes, I'm going to say this, this is going to get you. Sometimes we were in a worse state than the people we talking about today. Sometimes we were in a worse state than the folk we talking about and criticizing. If I can say it this way, if I can say it like this, some of us were professional sinners. I know we saved now, but we were professional. We practiced and mastered our craft of sin. We did it the way we wanted to do it. We were like uh, Burger King. You can have it your way. We did it the way we wanted to do it and could nobody tell us nothing. But in spite of all that, God kept sending people after us. He kept sending people to talk to us. He kept sending people to love on us. He kept sending people to, to witness to us. <laughs> and guess what? Eventually we got saved. And now we don't have that same kind of love for others that Christ had for us or others had for us. Because sometimes people wouldn't give up on us 
and they loved us right on into him. All right. So he says, verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. He said, if God loved us, we ought to love one another. Oh, come on, talk to me, somebody. He said, don't, don't even get it twisted. If, if God loved us, and I want us to take just, just take a, a, a break right now, and I'm almost done, but let's just take a break and be honest. And just say, Lord, you know what? You, you are telling the truth. Because I was out there so bad. Mother couldn't tell me nothing. Daddy couldn't tell me nothing. Friends couldn't tell me nothing. I was out there acting as crazy as I could be. Should have got caught out in those streets. Should have died out in those streets. But somebody kept on coming. Somebody kept knocking on my door. Somebody kept saying, the Lord loves you. Somebody kept showing me they love me. And, 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 and even doing for me in my worst state. And God, you love me. Love me through all this. And, and he says, if God so loved us, we ought to also to love one another. Stop acting. We got to love one another. I know you perfect. As my friend, Pastor, uh, Curses say, I know, check your halo. Just pull it over, pull it to the right. I, I know, I know you, you got it. I know, I know you got your halo on your head. You already got your wings. I know it. You're perfect. There's none like thee. <laughs> but let me tell you, I don't care how long we've been saved, all of us were in a mess and the truth of the matter, some of us after we got saved was still a mess. And some of us have been a mess a while and the Lord loved us through our mess and brought us to a place of wholeness. And now you're trying to act like, oh, I didn't. You need to quit. Don't even try. Stop. Let me hurry on. He says, no man have seen God at any time. If we love one another. God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfect in us. How we know that we dwell in him and he in us, because he's given us of his spirit. So he tells us how we should love. Let's go to verse 16. And we know and we have known and believe the, the love that God have to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Notice what he says. Verse 18, there is no fear in love. But perfect love casteth out all fear because fear hath torment. He says, and we can dinner that another time. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Well, I, I think I almost can end that there. Uh, let me read the other part and I'll come back to verse number 19. I'm going to end that with verse number 19. And if any man say, I love God, uh, can I talk to you tonight? If any man say, I love God and hate his brother, hateth his brother. Here we go with that hate thing again. He is a liar. 
I didn't call you a liar. The scripture says, if you hate your brother, I know whatever they've done, if you hate him, he said he is a liar. I get to call you a liar because that's what the Bible called you. You are a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he have seen, who you watching every day, who you looking at every day, he that loveth not his brother, whom he have seen, how can he love God? whom you have not seen. You felt God. You felt his presence. You felt his, hey, glory. I feel him on the inside. You felt all that, but you haven't seen him. And he says, how can you say, I love you, Jesus. I worship and Adore you. Just want to tell you. As Copas said, and I love you more. He said, come on now. Come on. Come on. <laughs> How you going to do that? He said, no. If, if you say you love God and hate your brother, you are a liar. And then if you say you, if you don't love your brother whom you have seen, how can you love God whom you've not seen? And this commandment have we from him. This is the one we got from God. That he who loveth God loveth his brother also. Why are you going to do it? Verse 19, we love him because he first loved us. Let me read something to you, and I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Some I came across, and I wanted to just read it to you about love tonight, and I, I'm done. Someone said that love without return is like a question without an answer. <laughs> love without a return is like a, 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 is like a question without an answer. You got to have love and we got to have love. We need love for one another. We need to love each other. We need to work on ourselves. I know it's difficult and I know this love thing can be hard, but you know, you, you got to, we got to work on it. Me, you, and everybody. I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about me. I, we got to, we got to work on it. We got to work on it. David, uh, Wilkinson said, love is not only something you feel, it's something you do. Someone says, love is seeking to make another person happy. Sometimes love makes you go out the way. Love makes you do things that probably you wouldn't ordinarily do. But when you love people, family, friends, you do things. It makes you go that second mile. And so I say to you, let's love one another. There's a song 
and I don't want to get into this because I know how some some people are in church. I don't listen at no. I don't listen at no worldly music. I got you. But now, there's a song in the world that I've loved for years. I still love it today. Uh, I was walking through the corridor uh, years ago. I was probably in my 20s. somewhere. I was walking through something, and I heard this song, and that song caught me. And I was like, the words of the song caught me. And it's by Stephanie Mills. And the words of the song is, I've learned to respect the power of love. That song has always given me pause. I've learned to respect the power of love. Learn to respect. I've learned to respect. The power of love. We loved him because he first loved us. Let us love one another. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the Cash App, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.